Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of It's Personal. Uh, the last book I wrote was heavy. All right. Hey, Gary. This is Evie. Uh, my name is Randy Rebine. Uh, but my name is Jared Krizoska. I don't think I'm a person that curses a lot. Heart just goes out to everybody. I'm excited. Awesome. Hi. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of It's Personal. Uh, today, we have um, an award-winning um author with us and illustrator and i'm just super excited to spend time with him today um, can you introduce yourself um hello my name is jabak Stepso. i'm an author and illustrator of children's books i've been writing and illustrating children's books for 20 years so wow, wow. you can't see it through zoom but there's like <laughs> grazing <laughs> Uh, Javaka, can you tell us a little bit about just like what you've been up, what have you been up to lately? Uh, how are things going? Um, I mean, I, okay, so um, being, being an author, illustrator, um, uh, a lot of times you're just coming up with your own projects. Um, you're not, well, I'm not necessarily waiting for people to write projects for me to do. And so um, even though um, I haven't had anything out since Radiant Child, um, I have a, a bunch of projects on my plate right now that I'm working on. Um, and I should probably have something coming out in the next year or so. Um, so not, not too far, but um, this, there's probably always like two to three level of projects that I'm always working on. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. I can't, you know, I can't even imagine how busy you are. Yeah. I know you're busy. <laughs> I know you are. And, and, and I noticed that I, I said a lot without saying anything <laughs> about what the projects are. Um, Cause I'm not ready to reveal yet, but I love um, that, you know, we, we could do this again and when I'm ready. I love right that. now it's it's kind of like uh in in the mad scientist laboratory. I love that. I love that. Can you share with us a little bit about how you got into um being an illustrator um slash author? How did that happen for you? Oh. <laughs> Nepotism. <laughs> um and and and, oh, oh, and I say it uh because some some of you might know this already, but um, my father um, was John Steptoe, or is, is was John Steptoe, and he wrote and illustrated children's books. And um, I grew up watching him write and illustrate, and I grew up understanding how important books are in the development of a child um, in terms of imagination, um, imagining possibilities um, for yourself and your role in, in, in this world and in society. And so um, I, 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 I guess you could say that, um, you know, like I had or was being trained upon this path, you know, ever since I, I was um, young enough to be or old enough to be aware. And so um, my actual introduction into um, 
actually being a uh, an author illustrator was with um, In Daddy's Arms I Am Tall, which is a book of poetry about fathers, and it was um, published by Lee and Low Books. And I, w- I was in college, and uh, a friend of ours, Pat Cumming, who is also a, a, a great um, author illustrator and and um, friend of, of the family, she you know would call me up or yeah, she would call me up because I think around the time that she was um, when she told me about the opportunity. It's 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 really funny to say, and it and it um, it kind of dates me, but it also lets you know how fast the world is moving. Email was not a big thing back then, right? If you had emails, you had AOL, and you and and in order to start your com- your your computer and get on the internet. It was like this noise. It was just, it's its not what it is now, right? Because the, the, I, I, I think like you don't even ever leave the internet unless, you know, like you lose your phone or um, something like that because you're, and even if you do, like there's a cloud that's keeping all your data and information running. So you basically mm-hmm. never leave. Um, so she told me about um, Lee and Lowe. Um, Lee and Lowe Books was just starting and they were looking for talent. Um, they had a, they already had a couple of books under their belt, but um, you know, maybe this was like the second or third season. And so um, I showed them my artwork. I I showed them the sketches. Um, I know one of the things that um, art directors are always looking for uh, is pictures of of children. You know, when you illustrate children's books, you have to learn how to draw children. You can't make them look like short adults. and so I, I specifically um, created a series of drawings of, of um, children with, with men, um, but just children in, in lots of different situations, um, thinking about ways of, of telling stories, maybe with you know one or two illustrations. And they um, liked the stories. They liked the fact that uh, there was this interaction between um, men and children. And um, and Daddy's Arms and Talk came about. And, and so that, um, when it was published, it, it garnered a lot of attention. And 20 years passed. Wow. Here I am. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. What a story. And I think that question leads me right into, like, what? What did your like childhood background experience look like in the community or even in school um, during that time? What did that look like for you? Um, are you talking about elementary school, college, high school? What, whatever, I, I think you, whatever kind of comes to mind right away, you could touch on either one of them, you can touch on all of them. Um, I'm just looking for what, what, 
was there any type of influence from schooling um, that also encouraged you to to write or to 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 draw? Um, um, I know that teachers have such an okay. impact on kids in different ways. Yeah, so yeah. I'm wondering if there's anything like that that has happened. Def definitely. Um, along the ways, I've definitely had teachers that inspired me um, in, in lots of different ways. Uh, I remember in elementary school, I had a, uh, a librarian. Um, his name was Mark Gordon. He, he was the school librarian. And Love librarians. Yeah, this this is when most schools had a library. And um, what he would do is he would set up clubs in the library. So, you know, like when um, video came, cameras came about, he set up a video club, he would set up a reading club, he would um, create create situations where we can explore the world and, um, you know, just, just have a, a great time in the library, you know, play games or whatever. Um, so he, he was definitely um, a really cool, cool person. Um, he, he was, um, he, he always uh, used, art, art. what is it? Um, ah, I forgot, but he, he would do like weird things. Like he had a pocket knife and he would eat apples and cut cheese <laughs> in, the, in the library. And, mm -hmm. that, and cheese is, is, is actual cheese, not <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but he, he was just a, like all around fun personality and, and really encouraging. Um, in high school, we had Mr. Pactor and Mr. Pactor was um, really cool. Uh, he he um, was a fashion illustration teacher and he actually had experience in the fashion in industry. And actually uh, a lot of the teachers at Art and Design had experience in, in the field that they were teaching. And so he, he would give us really cool assignments. Sometimes he would have us model so, um, you know, like he had a, a small desk in the front of the room and he would have someone, you know, stand on the desk and, you know, we would sit in the classroom and we would sketch them. Um, and he, he just he just gave us really cool projects. Um, he had he had this great personality and he had a real passion and love for what he was doing. Um, he didn't need to be there. He wanted to be there. And you could tell that he wanted to be there. And I, I, I think that's one of the things that the best teachers give us. They, they let us know that they want to be here. They let us know that it's not just a check, you know, and, and, and that compassion. And, and, and I feel like the compassion is what creates um, a situation where students want to excel. So, and then in college, I, I had another teacher, her name was Margaret Morton. And I think she, um, she taught me a, a really great thing about artwork. And, um, and, and, and about hard work. Um, 
because when when I was in um, when I was in high school and I took um, like a uh, an advertising class, they would say do force. You come up with an idea. You do four thumbnails. You pick one, and then you know you present. And what my teacher Margaret Morton did is she said, "Don't do four. Do way more than four, um, and like try to get as as crazy and experimental as possible." And um, the thing is, is that you can always pull back if your ideas get too weird and, and crazy, but you can never, if you only just like touch the surface of your imagination, you can never go any further than that, you know? Um, and she gave us this assignment, and this is a, an assignment that a, a lot of teachers give, where you might have to draw a one object 200 times. And yeah, I, I could hear the gasps, like 200 times, yes. And, and the, the, the thing is, is that um, when you draw something like three or four times, you're not really using your creativity. When you do something 10, 15, 20 times, maybe you're starting to be creative. But when you're like on drawing 50, 75, 100, you're pushing yourself. You're pushing yourself beyond things that come easy. And sometimes something that comes easy is really good. And you don't, it's, it's not like you have to, um, it's not like it has to be hard in order for it to be good. But you have to get into the um, the frame of mind of what? How, how do I want to say? It? You you have to you have to train your mind to um, to get to that that really creative place quicker, so that you're not. You don't need to do 200 sketches in order to think of something that's out of the box. Um, and so that's just an exercise for doing that. And a lot of the times what happens is that we come up with ideas, but we think they're too crazy. We think that they're too simple. We think something negative saying that this idea is not really worth it. But when you have to get 200 drawings done and you know you only have 99 you're like you know what i'm gonna throw this really exper experimental idea in place and so you know you want to get to that place where you're comfortable with okay let let me let me present something experimental let me present something um from a, an angle that no one else is is looking at this um and feel comfortable with that so um that is the answer to your question <laughs> <laughs> i love that and i think it's such a great lesson in revising for for kids because when i think about my students and i think about um the work that they do and how 
And I know I, I get it developmentally. They want to be finished. They want right. to be done, right? Um, but listening and to an author, exactly. Listening to an author, illustrator talk about how the process could be drawing something a hundred times to get to a certain step is super important. It's really, really important yeah. for kids to for kids to hear because how do you how do you know what you're capable of if you're not pushing yourself to to try new things to make things a little bit different? Um, so I, I love I love hearing that story. Now, what do you like to do? Um, what do you like to do for fun outside of the illustrations, outside of the the the, the writing? Um, for fun, uh, right now I'm in Costa Rica and I, I get to go to the beach every day and and swim. Um, I see, I see like all sorts of nature, uh, iguanas, just chilling in the middle of a highway. <laughs> um, I've seen uh, howler monkeys, butterflies, like this big. Um, I love food. I like playing pool. Um, you know, just playing games, um, you know, just being being with people. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty, or like riding a bike. Like I, I do, I do normal stuff, you know? Um, I, I don't like live this like uh, exclusive artistic life and mm -hmm. wear all black, <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, yeah, I'm just like everyday people. I love it. And you said cooking, and I always, I love asking this question. So, sorry, you said uh, eating. So are you more of an eater or a cooker? Or are you a mixture of, of the two? Um, I'm a mixture of the two. Um, okay. I could definitely eat, but I can definitely <laughs> cook. <laughs> um, one of the things that we had to do, and we, um, my brother, sister, and I, um, is that we had to cook, you know, so... Um, there were times where the cooking, the, the chicken, when you poked it with a fork, it, it came out a little red and you had to put it back in. <laughs> but, you know, that's life, right? That's how you learn. You, you make mistakes and then you just got to do stuff back. So. I agree. I totally agree. Uh, thank you so much for hanging out today. Um, where can people find you online? Um, you can find me on Instagram, um, JabakaSteptoe.com. You can find me on Facebook, Jabaka Steptoe and Jabaka Steptoe Artist. You can find me on Twitter, Jabaka underscore Steptoe. Um, and you can find me on my website, Jabaka.com. Jabaka, thank you so much. Um, I appreciate your time um, again.